school a struggle Tryna make a way up through the rubble Shit, I wake up every day and I do the hustle Anything that I'm afraid of losing love For everything that made it worth it Imperfections made me perfect Getting there, yeah, I'm working Developing my version Operating like a surgeon Never settling, I'm certain Welcome to the School of Struggle slash Never Settle Radio. I'm your host, Chris M, and I can tell you right now, might be a new podcast, but not a damn thing has changed. I'm still striving to give you guys a piece of information every single week that will help teach you guys the things you never learned in school and help you reach success in your business and personal lives. Through the stories and strategies of highly regarded influential people in their respected spaces, I'm going to make sure you guys get another step further. As always, it would mean the absolute world to me if you guys could please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend to tell a friend about it. Leave a review and let the world know. And today Let's we are get here into with it. the Fresh Prince of Adelaide, the man who is... Uh, I, I recently decided this morning he's, he's the blind apple. <laughs> the, the, the blind apple of Adelaide from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, probably one of the best people I think I've met in a very long time. One of the most intellectually, intellectually challenging people to chat to when it actually comes down to it as well. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and all he can say is wow Yeah, wow um, But Jen, one of those kind-hearted, most uh, caring, giving But likes to play up a lot too I do, pe- man. Pe- People that I know, uh, Freshie and Rucker how-, how are you, bro? What's going on? Bro, I'm doing good, man Thank you for the lovely introduction <laughs> um, I, have a, I, I have a knack for trying, just trying to make sure people know that they're, they're amazing, right? You like, do, bro You just really made me feel good I actually literally have Goosebumps right now. Yeah, I can actually see. It's made me feel great, bro. It's no hiding it that. It might be the uh, the fact that we just spoke to what like eight people we didn't know. So just trying to work that out. Man, you know what? <laughs> the more people that I run into that I don't really know, yeah, the more I want to know them. Mm-hmm. To be honest, because it's the reason why they're coming to me. Correct. You know, and so I'm I'm trying to figure out how to alleviate not knowing. Who people are, it could just be a matter of paying attention, paying more attention when it comes down to it. <laughs> to, Absolutely, to what's actually going on in my media environment. Yep, and it also could boil down to it being 2018 and then need to come out with an app. Yeah, <laughs> for people when you see them, their their username, their handle, it, it pops up. Yep, like I need that in my life. So, uh, how often does ha- it, it, does that happen to you anyway? Man, dude, it, it almost happens at least twice a week. Right, twice out of a week you're chatting to someone you don't know and that what, they see you through through social media. They stuff? see me through my socials. Cool. It's, it's kind of, it's cool, but it's weird as well. Right, I was, I was going to ask, like, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel awesome, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. honest, because they know who I am, but it also makes me almost feel that I'm doing something incorrect. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. Absolutely. And it's, it's almost impossible to know who everyone is. Of course. But I'll also think about, like, the president and, you know, the Pope, except yep. the Queen, and they run into all these people that they do not know. Yeah. And they have to treat them as if they knew if they knew them. Mm-hmm. So that's just the way of the world, and to be honest, we're all connected. So when you do meet people that you don't know, it's the best thing to do is to treat them that, the way that you would want to be treated. And is there a specific way that you, that you handle that? Yeah, man, I just make make them feel as best as possible, just like how you did me. You know, I don't, no one wants to feel like they're they don't they're not known. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And that's almost the utmost disrespect you could do to a person 
that may know you or not, even if they may be mistaking you for someone. Sure. That could just be the universe working in its its ways to put you guys together. Mm-hmm. So and it's entirety or whatever sort of my thing. Exactly. And it's an opportunity for people to take advantage of and mm-hmm. go, okay, cool. Even if I don't know this person, this is my opportunity to know this person. Correct. You know, even if a name never drops, the fact that you saw that person's face, you're going to see them again. Of course. They're going to see you again. And you will, eventually you will get all of the information that you need from them longer well it, it, it heightens the experience every time they see your face pop up on social media then too if you give them the time of day and all the stuff as well it helps build that community for you it does, it does. And, and and then they tell a friend 100 percent right and i feel like that's also that's a part of the reason why i do what i do when i see people that i don't know yeah i go okay well eventually this person's i don't want to say i'm not going to say eventually immediately yeah they're going to go to my page yeah they're course. going to see me and go oh fuck He's here, like, of course. you know. And this this way he here. lives. Yeah, exactly. You know, and they know what's going on with me. Like, it's not like it's just random people that see me. They know what's going on. Correct. Oh yeah, you're here for the WBFF. You know. This oh time. yeah, we, we didn't even mention that. Neither of us are at home at the moment. We're both currently in uh, Brisbane. Yes, we Brisbane. Are. We yeah. won't be here for long. We'll be in the Gold Coast very soon too. Very We're soon. both up here for the WBFF Gold Coast tomorrow. Tomorrow is the competition. Tonight yeah, yeah, yeah. is the infamous registration night. Yeah, right. Where all of the rubbernecking, elbow rubbing, hugging, and all, yeah. all kind of things will be going on, man. So it's definitely going to be a good opportunity to meet a, a few more people that I may or may not know and yeah. make that connection. That, 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 that's exciting too, right? Very exciting. I'm always uh, up for having those conversations with people that are hard to have via media. Of course. So, yeah, let's do it. So a little bit of a background on you, man. Talk, talk to us. What, what, what brought you to Australia in the first place? So was you from Memphis, Tennessee? What brought you to Australia? And like, what, 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 what drove you to the fitness lifestyle in the first place, anyway? Um, to go for the latter end, fitness had always been in my life mm-hmm. in general. Um, growing up as a toddler, kid, a lot of kids play video games and they play with toys. I was like completely the opposite. Sure. You know, I had video games and I had toys. But my attention span, bro, like, I, my, I really felt like I should have been diagnosed with ADHD. But mm-hmm. back in the day, they, you know, people wasn't really on that shit. They wasn't really trying to manipulate the system how it is now. And the fact that my mom was a hard ass and she was a single parent, she drove me into doing act, outdoor activities. So for me, it was just more about being in the environment that could keep me busy versus sure. having me in one place not really growing. And a video game, especially back in the 90s, it didn't really challenge you mentally. It was more so of a, okay, you know, you play Pac-Man. It was, it was more of a, a, a time killer. Right. Or whatever. And we was, spoke right? about that last night. Right. last night, yeah. The games, you know, a time killer. So with that being said, things were coming full circle for me as an athlete as a kid through my adolescence all the way through college to now, you know, I, I can see why the sports were put into my life because mm-hmm. it gave me the structure that I needed to formulate my life. So now I have organization mm-hmm. in ways that I would not have had if I would have grew up differently. Sure. And so it kind of just poured on into this fitness thing because I didn't even know, I didn't even know fitness was a thing, bro. Mm. Like, and I know this sounds weird coming from a fitness pro, but fitness never was looked at as okay we're gonna go to the gym 
and we're gonna get fit because I was always in shape. Close. So there was never a thing like, yeah, we're gonna be fit and we're gonna gain muscle. It was always for me, we're gonna get stronger, we're yep. gonna get faster, we're gonna jump higher, we're gonna beat the other team, we're gonna have a, a strategic plan mm-hmm. on how we're going to do that. And so all of those things are still fitness related, mm-hmm. but just more sport specific. And so now that I'm in this whole fitness industry, I've been in the fitness industry for, now I can say 10 plus years because I've been an athlete for so long. But as far as a fitness guy, I've only been doing this fitness industry scene for like two years. Yeah, right. And like I've seen that all those things that I learned in my sporting background, the organization, the periodization, the planning, it's all of the same. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's a different angle, you know? The way I'm going about these things, because I have competitions that I'm doing, and then I have people that want to also be involved in the fitness scene. So I have to plan for those people sure. that I don't know, I haven't met yet, but they come to me and they go, hey man, this is what the ideal body is for me. Yeah, I want to look like this. Oh, there's a plan for that. It's a strategic plan that I've been thinking of. I've formulated it for this type of person because how many billions of people on the earth? Yeah, you know? seven plus, like, yeah, of course. Right, so it's a bit... For me at the moment, it's a bit of a disadvantage because I'm so used to being sports specific. Mm-hmm. So if a guy comes to me and goes, man, I want to take half a second off my 40 time. Dude, that's like everybody in America that, that either play basketball, run track, play football, even a swimmer. Yeah. Might go, man, I want to take this off my time. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, that kind of what that's that attitude or mindset brought me to Australia. Sure. Because living in America. Everyone wants to be the next LeBron James. Yeah, of course. You know, the next, you know, big sporting venture. And I'm like, yeah, cool, that's great. But what about, let's be realistic. Of course. What actually can you achieve? Can you, are you, do you have NBA qualities? Yeah. NFL type qualities? Do, do, do you have the strength, the power, the height, the right. this, the that? You know, uh, were you bred to be that? Of course. That's what it all boils down to. And for me, I know it sounds, it really does sound, um, I don't know what it sounds like, <laughs> to be honest, but I, I break things down and look at it like this, okay? What was Chris bred to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who are you? Mm-hmm. What kind of person are you? What are your ancestors? Yep. What did they do? And yep. that, that that is what everything that we do in this world really boils down to. So, yeah, people that are lawyers, yep. doctors, gamblers. <laughs> the list goes on, man. It goes on. But these things come from our backgrounds and what what was done before us, so, and, and, and 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 what you're brought up with, and what, right? What your environment was, the people around you were showing at the same time too, the qualities that they had. hundred percent, man. It, it, the core cool values that, that, that your ancestors have, like exactly. And for me, those things brought me to where I'm at today because here in Australia, it's not a country like in America. Everyone wants to be jocks. Sure. Here, everyone just wants to live a healthy lifestyle. Very different, right? Yeah. Very, very different. Because, as, man, if, as you know it, you know, you, we see these guys, LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, now that they're at the point of being fathers and role models, they mm. have to live this certain type of life now. But if we go back and look at 18-year-old LeBron 
21-year-old LeBron, you know, and see what kind of things he was getting up to. At that time? At that time. Yeah. We wouldn't say, oh, it's a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, he definitely wouldn't be the person that I would go to for health and fitness advice. Correct. Correct. So that kind of what, that's what brought me over here because I'm like, yeah, people in Australia, at least most of the people that I run through, run, come up, come up, come by, they really respect that. Uh, lifestyle has to be made, formulated to to be fit. Correct. You know, it's one thing to be skilled. It's another thing to actually be a fit individual in your life and, and make these these lifelong decisions. Yeah. Okay. This is how I'm going to live my life day in and day out. My schedule will be determined. Sure. Based off my healthy lifestyle or my non healthy lifestyle. Yeah. 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 So, and, and- Look, the, the, you know, there's obviously going to be a, a big dysfunction depending on time of year and all that stuff as well. 100%. 100%. And uh, I understand that. But, like, so, so, so what sports were you actually playing back in, back, back at home? You name it, I played it. Yeah, right. You right, name right, it, I right. played it, man. Um, my very, very first sport was basketball. Sure. Uh, just like almost every other African-American kid in America at this time. And I was born in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm, I believe it's changing. Um, a lot of guys are going into baseball okay. and stuff of that nature, but basketball and football are still the top two sports that black kids grow up yep. wanting to do. Yep. But my mom was a bit different. Um, she put me into basketball, swimming, track and field. I was even on the chess team, even though chess, people don't think it's a sport. I think it's a sport. No, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Really Bro, that's, thinking talk talk and, about strategy and all that stuff as oh well. Like, it's definitely a strategy game. Um, and something that people might may or may not know about me was I was on a bowling team for two years. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a bowling team, man. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, and the thing, the purpose behind all those things was my mom really wanted me to be a, a well-rounded athlete. Sure, I understand that. In case anything happened, you know, yep. that way. You, you, you had to cover. And to cover your options, you know. We, in America, we go to school off scholarships, or you can either decide to pay yep. for your schooling. And for me, it was more so, okay, cool. I got okay grades, yeah, but I'm fantastic at X, at X, yeah. Y, Z. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. what I'm saying? So, with that being said, I, I had options, you know. Sure. So yeah, would you say that your mother, like, just because you, you brought it up a couple times, then would you say she was a massive influence on massive. where you are today? For now, massive. Of course. Massive. I love my mom. Oh, yeah, man, man, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a massive mom. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely had a lot to do with where I ended up going because she allowed me, once I got to a certain age, she allowed me to express myself yep. and have the conversation with her even if we weren't in agreeing. Agree- sure. Agreeance. Is that sure. a word? Yeah, agreeance yeah. is definitely a word. Oh, my God. We learned some shit today. I learned it today, man. <laughs> she, she made it happen in a unique way because we used to argue a lot. You know, and she's like, you need to be on the debate team. <laughs> not another team, mom. Not another team. But um, the thing about my mom was she was never afraid to allow me my uh, choice of, of words, my freedom. Sure. And she just didn't want me to be disrespectful and talking back. Sure. So I had to learn how to come correct. And that, I, I believe, transferred into my life today because mm-hmm. you, can, you can be friends with people. And you can disagree with them. Yeah. And you can still come to an agreement at the end of that disagreement, that initial disagreement, because you got to play this game and you got to um, 
and a mutual respect too. Have that mutual respect for people, yeah. but you also have to go ahead and go, okay, cool. This is what we're gonna go with. Yep. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. Of I can course. comprehend. Like, come, come to a solution of some sort. The solution has to be there, and the comprehensive has to be there too, to where it's like, okay, cool. This is what you want. Mm. This is your idea. This is what I see. But this is what I'm seeing. And now we have to kind of come to a, a mutual agreement to do without some of the things that each of us believe in. Mm-hmm. That way, we can come to a greater understanding. And that my mom brought to the forefront in our house because I was like arguing my ass off. And I didn't sure. have any valid points <laughs> for years. I didn't have any, any valid points, bro. I'm telling you, for years I didn't. And I got smart. I was like, wait, if I just come correct with valid points and help and, and get her to see that I'm actually putting an effort into what I'm wanting to do, yep. then maybe I can get a little bit more leeway, a little bit of. A little more of a, of a yes than mm-hmm. a no, and that's the same thing that we have to do today when it comes to going into a meeting and you're wanting this end specific result. a specific outcome, whatever yeah. that might be. Of course, right. but you you can't get that outcome if you don't have the details. Absolutely, have, absolutely. And you you've, you've got to envision what that looks like at the end of that meeting too. You know what I mean? Like, how do you want that person to feel when you leave exactly. that meeting? Exactly. If you keep that specifically in your mind. Like you start tailoring every word that you say towards them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you're on the, if you're on the feel like empowered, happy, um, excited for that X Y Z deal, whatever it might be, you gotta make sure that every word you say tailors towards man, that too, right? Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. So I learned that real quick, and it's just with women in, in general, man. You gotta <laughs> you gotta learn to pick and choose your battles. Absolutely. You know, and if you Absolutely. if you want a little. Don't even ask for a little. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't ask for a little. Don't ask for a lot. Just be in the moment. Take what you take what you've been giving at that time, mm-hmm. and if you take what you've been given, a lot more will come. Absolutely on the latter end. So that's just the gratitude thing, really. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent, man. So that's what I learned. And my mom, to this, mom, I love you, <laughs> and I appreciate everything you do for me and what you've done for me. And now, I, I, I was gonna ask, what, what do you think the biggest lesson that you've taken away from your mother is? But you kind of just answered it too, right? Like, yeah, man, just learn, learning how to uh, think with a level head. Yeah, of course. And come and come in correct, bro. Correct. You can if you come in correct, and I've come in correct so many times in my life, and I've been in places and jams that I've been like, damn, I should have known better. Like, why am I? Why am I in this, this situation? You of course. Know? And the reason why is because I wasn't thinking right. You know, I wasn't thinking with a level headed. Of course. So I just went in and did what I felt. Absolutely. And as a man, especially a black man in America, all eyes are on you. Yeah. Like Tupac says, "All eyes on me." That's real, bro. Yeah, like, right. That's so. I've, I've never felt so relaxed until I moved to Australia. Right. You know, I can walk down the street. And not have any issues of any not sort. Have any issues? And when I hear sirens, I'm like, chill. I'm like, cool. I'm good. But like back home, if I'm walking down the street, if I'm driving down the street, and I see police cars and I hear sirens and shit, I feel like agitated. Yeah. You know, I get this adrenaline rush. Like I need to be prepared because anything can go down. I need to be making sure that. And not saying that I've let that guard down, but it's a little less uh, threaded. The guard yep. isn't that thick. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, cool. Who ain't nobody getting ready to Rodney King me over yeah, here? Yeah, the, 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 there's no issue here when it comes down to like the right the the um the invasion level is not as high when it comes down to it. <laughs> exactly, 100%. like there, there's no real scarcity. You know what I mean? And, like, and that allows so much room for growth. 
Of course. You know, people ask, you know, one of the main questions in America is, why is the African-American community in the position that they're in as yeah. far as the success um, as with the generation, as a generation as a whole? And for me, the answer is because the, the oppression will definitely keep someone, no matter how successful that they, they are, the growth rate of the success can be pressed down to the bottom because they may be afraid mm. if they get to this point of power that this might happen to them mm. or if they go too far to the left that the community's not their own community is not going to want to be in their camp so sure. it's like a battle it's like man I can go this route but if I go this route then now I'm blue collar mm. you know now none of my original friends are going to want to mess with me yeah. and then even when I am blue collar I'm so I'm so blue collar now that they're looking at me like okay why and how Sure. We need, now we need to find something on him. Yeah. So it's like always pressure to mm. where it's like, okay, I need to become complacent and find a find out where where I can be to where my, my people still like me. Yeah. And then other people like me, you know. And I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. White America, you know, white America want you to look like this and wear clothes like that yeah, and yeah, talk yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. And then you got your black American friends going, man, you don't come to the club no more. You don't, hit, you don't come to the block no more, bro. Like, what the hell is going on? And so, and then you got yourself. You're just like, damn, I just want to be me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, of course, you kind of walking walking on eggshells. And so, kind of say, what, what, what was your specific like line you had to play across at that right, time? Right. And how did how, how do you deal with that? Right. Dude, like, it was a lot of lines I had to play play on. Growing up, even especially when I, like we was talking about when I was in college, yeah, and I played all, I danced on that line, dude. Yeah, 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 I was an athlete, and I knew as a jock that you could almost get away with robbing the candy store, yeah, and being okay, yeah, especially being a black jock, yeah, 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 because it almost gives you a bit more of an edge. It's like, oh, this dude's black. To get a whole pass for whatever you, you want to do. Yeah, yeah it's like okay, um, if. It just imagine someone like LeBron James going to college, mm. even though he did it. Imagine going to college and getting pulled over by a police officer, and mm. he rolls the window down. He goes, oh, shit, you had a triple-double last night. You scored at the, at the buzzer. Move on. Yeah, move on. <laughs> I've had that scenario, man. Yeah, right. I, I wasn't a LeBron James yeah, 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 yeah. But you were fresh in rock, so that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, man, I, I, I've had that situation occurred to me and one one situation was where we had just got back from a conference championship meet and I was just really eager to get home sure. and the train was coming and my, the, my campus anybody shout out to the University of Memphis <laughs> has a, a a train track right in the middle and I lived on the other side sure and I used to drive this this two-door coupe uh, Pontiac Trans Am with the top like t-tops and I just thought it was the best shit ever because it went fast. And I was like, cool, I can beat the train. Fuck that. Like, let's go. <laughs> and here I am, like, racing to beat the train. And I yeah. beat it across the other side. Little did I know, there was a police officer sitting. Sitting there watching the whole watching thing. Watching the whole thing go down. <laughs> he pulls me over. He goes, man, how you doing tonight? I was like, I'm good. He's like, you like your life? I said, I love my life. He was like, how much do you think this car weighs? I'm like... Do you like your Yeah, it's alright. I love life. It's, 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 you asking me all these uh mathematical questions <laughs> about how much do I think my car weigh, how fast is the train coming? I'm like, dude, I don't know. And I can't I, I, I can see where this is going. Yeah, like, I, I kinda like know, his strategy behind it too, right? Like I understand. Tr- tr- trying, trying to make the psychological 
connected yeah, like, trying to make me exactly. <laughs> and once we finally got to where he was going, he's like, he's like, you really think you'd survive if this if this train would have caught up with you? And I was like, man, you know what? Look, this is the deal. I just came back from you know championship track meet. I'm tired. Yeah. We've been on the bus all day, and I still had like my Letterman coat on and stuff like that. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you had one kid. Like y'all, uh, we heard about that. Y'all just came came back. And right. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get back to my crib. I got a test in the morning. As soon as I said that, he was like, all right. He's like, just slow down. He's like, no he's like, way. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. You know, because you got to look, for one, you kind of got to look out for the athletes on, on your campus. Yeah, absolutely. You know? well, they, they, they're the ones that keep your school on the map, right? Right, exactly. And, and I had to pull that card, even though I didn't have a test. Yeah, right, 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 I just had to pull that card because I just didn't have, I didn't need that slack. On, not slack, but I didn't need that pressure on me. Sure. Getting a ticket, then having to go to the court for the ticket. And then even then, when I go to court, I also have to pull the, I'm a student. Sure. Card. Like, you sure. know, I, was like, I just didn't have all this time. So he he cut me a break, and I was like, man, thank, thank you. Thank it. But normally, you know, that break, after a while, college is over, you know, student, being a student athlete, that, that ends, and everyone in the world can't be LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. Correct. So once that's over and the people don't look at you like that anymore and you're somewhere else in the city. Luckily, I was on campus. Yeah. Uh, when you're somewhere else in the city, you're dancing on a fine line between – Oh, we're gonna lock you up, of course, or gonna give you a ticket if you behave. And yeah, I've been on both sides of the fence. You know, I've I've dealt with the worst of the worst. Sure, I've dealt with the best of the best, and you know, the best of the best really ain't that good either because you still gotta deal with a little bit of that bullshit in the system. Once you're in the Absolutely. system, you're Absolutely. in the system. You can't. There's gonna be bullshit at every level you're at. It's just like every what, level. what level are you willing to play at? And I. It's funny that you said that because I was literally willing to play at all levels at this time. Yeah, right. I just was a naive, hard-headed, stubborn guy, you know, at the age of 21. Oh, I was going to say, so, like, a 21-year-old. 21-year-old. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just thought I was invincible. Of course. I was like, yeah, fuck y'all. I do it. I do it. Yeah, with a little bit more thought to the process. A little more strategic now, Yeah, a little bit way more strategic. I don't want to hop in V8 and do the whole dash anymore. You know? We saw the V12 earlier. You want to try that one? Dude, you saw how much of a hard-on I had for the V12, you know, but now I kind I have a bit more of a a better imagination to when I see stuff like that, I go, Great, I've been I've gone that fast before. Sure. I've driven I've driven the balls or the walls off of the balls. Yeah, right, right, right. And, right. and some of the fastest cars and just being blessed to have had access to stuff like that growing up in the community that I grew up in, yep. being an athlete, having friends in that community going, Oh bro, yeah, you wanna you wanna take this for a spin and then yep. Being blessed enough to have a mom who cared about the type of things that I would I'd like to have in my life yep. versus the type of things that could have been in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, 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 I chose a route. And for me, it was for the better. It could have been for the worse. Mm-hmm. You know, driving fast cars, staying out late and partying was better than, you know, gang banging, fighting. Absolutely. And, you know, like, it, it's not necessarily the world's worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. And I had a choice to make. And so choosing that route helped me choose this route that I'm on at the moment. Yeah. I had near-death experiences in all three of the cars that I ever drove through college, bro. Like, like and, and okay, so, like, look. 
I'm just going to break this down. I, for, for anyone that hasn't and doesn't yet follow Fresh, you will after this when it comes down to it too. If you have been following along with this story over the past like week and a half, you just had another one. I did. I did. <laughs> another one. <laughs> I did, man. It, 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 it's crazy that it happens to me because check this out, bro. I've only had car accidents in coupes. Interesting. Never, in, yeah. Interesting. Never, never sedans, never SUVs. And I've only driven one SUV in my life, which was a Toyota RAV. Yep. Never got in an accident in that. Yep. And as soon as I get back into a coupe, boom, an accident. And I've never, I'm not the one causing these accidents. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe one of them. <laughs> maybe one of them. But that's a story. That's a, that's a, that's a wishful thinking all life. Just like the one that I, that I caused was just me being an idiot. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just being a, a, a true idiot. And, and the reason why I say that is because I just wanted to be the big man on campus. Right. You know, and we have these we, these crazy pool parties in the summers. Sure. And when I say crazy, things get out of hand, man. You know, you're in the oh. pool and you're doing X, Y, and Z that you're not meant to. Some things you're not meant to do in water. Some things you're not meant to do at all. And then you put water in. Of course. Exactly. And once you, water doesn't mix with oil. Okay. Sure. Not saying that I was consuming oil. Just kind of give you a, a an understanding. picture, understanding of sure. the way I was handling myself. Mm-hmm. Real loose, like, and thought pattern of a twenty-two-year-old isn't strong enough to handle that water and oil mixture. Sure. And for me being that I, type, the, of, the understanding of that too, as well. Of course. Right. And I was really brave, you know, and really dumb at the same time. <laughs> Bravery. Bravery and being an idiot doesn't mix. No, God no. You know, so that happened to put me in a position to where I, 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 I hopped on an interstate. You know, I went boss to the walls. Was wanting to race this guy in another car. Boom, boom. Had an accident. Nearly killed myself. Right. Police pulled up on the scene. Boom. Oh, bro. What is that? You got on your breath? Oh, yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. Can you blow into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Can you get in the back of the car? Oh, <laughs> Cha-ching, you know, you know, and that ain't money. Them handcuffs, and, of course. And the fact that I had that was like not the first time being in handcuffs. Yeah, I was like, this ain't right. You I know, say, this so is that, that's not, a, it's happened a couple times already. And exactly. Stuff, I was like, this ain't the life I'm meant to be living. I was like, my mom didn't work her ass off to raise two young men, of course, by herself for me to be sitting in the back of a squad car, of course. You know, and at that moment, and this is back in like 2013, 2014. Right. At that moment, my mind immediately went into a, a, a different, like my brain literally changed in that moment, which is why to fast forward to where I'm at now, when I see people and they, and they go, man, this is so hard for me to do. And I go, well, stop physically trying to do it. And begin mentally. mentally. Doing Isn't that what we chatted about yeah. this morning with Joe? Did. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we actually had, I, I actually recorded a bit of that. Mm. <laughs> I, <saw you. laughs> I recorded a bit of that because that, 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 that'd be great content for, for, for you guys to use too, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, but I, it's, it, it, <laughs> that, was, that was a coffee almost dropping. That would have been terrible. Um, terrible. But yeah, like, you, you've got to mentally bind to everything. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and look at the positive in every situation when it comes down to it, too. 100%, man. 100%. And I, when I bought into the accidents and the things that was going on in my life, dude, that shit happened to me in 2014, bro. I did not finish dealing with that. Yeah. Until yeah. 2016, bro. Yeah, right. Almost right. 17. So I was going back and forth to court. 
Um, and that's back 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 at home then. Back in Memphis, yeah. Yeah, right. So, so every time you're going back there, you had to go back to court. Well, no, before I was even able to leave the country, man. Um, I had to do so many different background checks. Yeah, and things right. Like that, and I had right. to pay off so many fees and make different sure. debts and all to the stuff as well. Right. Yeah. You got these things that go on your record, and if they're on your record, so I had like expungements sure. that were meant to go through. But the thing is, so when you go through a judicial system, they put you in there. You don't get out like that. Mm-hmm. You know that shit. They, they they make it seem like you do. Like oh yeah, cool. You come here, you pay this this court costs or whatever, and boom, we give you this receipt. But before you go, you got to pay another fee to yeah, get right. this record. Yeah, 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 the yeah. fact that you were ever here. Yeah. For these reasons, off of your record, and you go, oh yeah, great, I'll, I'll go pay it. And you go down there and go, oh yeah, this fee is eight hundred and fifty bucks. And you go, fuck, I don't remember that. What do you mean it's eight hundred and fifty bucks? It's like, well, you can either pay all of it now and we wipe it off, or you can come and pay in installments. Mm. And it's like, well, damn, I'm gonna have to pay in installments because I also live a life that I have. I gotta feed myself, yeah, I gotta pay bills. And so, with that being said, when I finally got to the point to where it was paid. The paperwork still had to go through the system. Of course. And so I was basically being given the runaround before I was even able to leave mm-hmm. Memphis. And I was like, damn, this is crazy because when I first did my application for my visa, I had to do an FBI background check. Wow. And I didn't want to do my background check without my expungement going through. Sure. Because that would have just been a waste of time and Absolutely. Money. Absolutely. And here I am today, though, to tell you that all of that was definitely worth going through. A- absolutely. Like, it, it, was, it was a lot of hard, like a, a, a lot of hard bullshit stuff you don't want to do, but like you're here now. I'm here. Alive and kicking. Absolutely alive and kicking and you're here doing this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but hey, look, good, good, good question on that, right? So this is just something that, it, it, it interests me because I got um I got asked this question a significant amount of time ago uh, about myself and it, just, it was very interesting too, right? Like every sport I've ever played, I played ice hockey for nine years. Mm. I, I did that for a long time. Interesting. That was the only the, the, the only team sport I've ever played, but everything else has been an eye sport. So okay. like the, the the businesses I've worked in, the yep. business that I've owned, um, the, the the coaching, uh, I, I, I'm st- I still do it now. But um, uh, the, the graffiti side, all that stuff too. I used to get paid to it as a job and all that stuff as mm. well. But like it's all very eye sports. Okay. How did you go from doing such like, a, a team environment, right? Right. To now bodybuilding, which is it's an eye sport again, right? Like. 100%. And it's very—it's it, also very competitive, and there's a lot of bullshit and mm, that all so stuff much. too. Like, oh, man. and there's not like obviously you have friends around to stuff too, but like when right. it comes out, you buy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, that's a good question, man. Um, honestly, it all boiled down to the environments that I had access to as a child and a teen. And with that being said, we already went through kind of how it was for me. Yeah. Um, but to be brutally honest. I was an eyeball in high school. Sure. You know, I always chose to go the opposite direction of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of taught me some individuality mm-hmm. because I never was the one to go, oh, yeah, everybody gangbanging. Let's gangbang. <laughs> I, just was the, I just was the one that was like, okay, yeah, cool. I got friends that are gangbangers. Y'all, what, what do y'all need? Or mm-hmm. I got friends that are inquired. What do y'all need? I got mm-hmm. friends that play in the, I was in a band, bro. I was mm-hmm. I, I was a band geek as well, mm-hmm. you know, because I just had all kinds what did you play? of uh, percussion, viola, <laughs> yeah, you name yeah, it. Yeah, right, you right. You know what I'm saying? See, 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 when you said band, I wouldn't have expected that sort yeah, of stuff to be playing no, too, right? No one ever does. <laughs> no one ever does, man. But that was 
how I, I, I figured out how to survive. Sure. I was like, okay, cool. I can't just be a part of one crowd. Yeah, and how can I add value to all of them? Right, and so when I got out of high school and into college, I had this, this thought that I was like, cool, I want to be a model. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, who don't want to be a model? But anyway, being a model is a very individual uh, journey, journey. Absolutely. Like, you can't have a team of models. No, no, no. Like, yeah, of cool. course not. This is the starting five. Of like, course. This is the, the play we're going to run. Like, Absolutely. It's like, no, you have to be the one to travel to these destinations and set up these photo shoots mm-hmm. on your own. And you also have to be the one to get yourself ready for these photo shoots and meet these weird guys that you're going to go and yeah. shoot with. Yeah, yeah, and so that, for me, kind of built... Uh, the, the tough skin that I have today as a bodybuilder to go or a fitness model to go into competitions or go into the gym by myself sure. and pull out the best part of me because at this the same time when I was doing this running around the city in Memphis in these cars and doing all these crazy things I had this this, this mindset of being the next Tyson Beckford and I was like okay how can I do that mm. All the way down here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm gonna have to travel. You have to. You have to go see other places you by to, myself. Pe- people in other places need to know who you are. Right. right. Like, yeah, of course. And people didn't understand why I was leaving Memphis and getting on the bus. I was getting on the Greyhound bus, mm-hmm. and I was riding it all the way to New York. Mm-hmm. Right. And I go to New. I go to New York for 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And shoot with it. We talked about this. Yeah, we car. spoke about this in the car. Um, right? the, the, we're saying like the. Uh, the best way to get, to, to, to get your, 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 your face out there and known all this stuff in like a modeling company yeah, just get to shoot with as many people as you can right? many many people of course as you can and um, when you said that it was funny because I was like yeah I learned that from the person that you just said told you that <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> and I hadn't even met this dude yet you know I had just been seeing him been watching him do it with everyone yeah. Oh, oh, Dave, Dave McIntosh by the way he's like yeah. The, the, the first podcast I did with him, like the, the one thing I took away from it, I think a lot of people did too, and I've, I've seen people starting to do it since as well. Yeah. Um, is just shoot with every photographer that you can. Everyone everywhere. Everyone in Japan, everywhere. everywhere in the world. And people was like, bro, you ride the bus? I'm like, damn, yeah, fuck right. yeah, I do. I'm like, bro, I, I paid 20 bucks to get on a bus to New York for 20 hours. You yeah, know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it was worth going up there to get the content. Absolutely. People, the people that I met. Why, why am I here right now? Why don't I, what did exactly. I say? I flew, I flew off you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you can, your face can be seen. Correct. It's way better than social media. When people oh, see no, you in the flesh. It needs to be in the flesh. It needs you to be, need to it needs be, be authentic. Flesh. And that's why I said, like, I, I want to do this with you. Like, well, we've been chatting about it for ages anyway. But, like, Definitely. You, you, you need to. So I, I was actually, my, my first mentor ever put something up on Instagram the other day. And it said, uh, it was like a theory of um, uh, just get on the flight. Yeah. No matter dude. what it is. Like, if you want to succeed in anything, get on the fly. Like that, 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 that thought process can be towards anything. Really, anything, you know what I mean, like anything. book the flight and get on the fucking flight. Do it. You know what I mean, like this is Nike man. Nike has the best tagline ever. Just, just do it. It. absolutely right. You know, and a lot of people are afraid to just do it, and I wasn't afraid to just do it back then. And all of those journeys, all of the things that I went through, going up and back and forth from Memphis to New York, and mm-hmm. coming back from New York, and people looking at me like. I had three heads. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. New York is another is a whole other. It'll change anyone sure. that goes there. If you, even if you're just there for a day, sure. it'll change you because it's a melting pot. So if you come, if you have this one sided way of thinking, mm-hmm. and you go to New York, it'll eat you alive. Mm-hmm. But if you're okay with things not 
lining up with your train of thought. Oh, dude, man, of course. The and your schedule and this oh, and that. Man, and blah, blah, blah. Like, everything is going to come back to you ten times fold because you're going to come back to your city and you're going to see things, things in a different way, in a right? different way. So is, is there a way that you have to train yourself to actually like feel like that? Mm. Or, or was that something that you were just sort of more, more think, readily adverse to already through through past experience? I think you know I mean? like, for one past experience, and I think I, mean, I think I, was, I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, yeah. right? Like the change, being able to accept that. Absolutely. Like yeah. Joe jo and I were chatting about this yesterday, right? Like um, my whole sole purpose of being up this weekend, and the whole sole purpose when he, when he was in LA last time was purely just like there's three things we needed to do. Mm. It's all it is. And like um, we're both like he said he had the same thought process that I did, like sitting there like I should be doing this, I should be doing yeah. this. Like and like yeah. no 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 just chill and take it as it comes. Like do the the two tasks that you actually set out to do, yes. there's no more you need to do yes. and shit's gonna go wrong. Yes. Yeah. Always. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Like that right there. Exactly. Exactly, man. It's okay. It's just what this was what it is it is what it is, right? It is what it is. No, so it's obviously you just had that 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 uh predisposition that obviously brought you to that over time. It did. Um I don't believe that you can actually train yourself to be ready for change. Sure. It's more so being open to it. Yeah, being open for change and if you are, and if you really, really want to be successful in anything, you have to be okay with things changing. Absolutely. And, and being okay with not knowing what tomorrow may yeah, bring. Yeah, that, that, and sort of accepting it too, yeah. right? Yeah, Because you can it. know, you can have all these things planned out. Yeah. Which is great. Like, we definitely all have plans. Yeah. But then, when the sun rises the next day, man, anything can happen. Absolutely. You know? So, you just kind of got to be ready, you know? And this, the sport world actually taught me anything happened during that. the night too you know what I mean like exactly exactly <laughs> right and I'll, I'll put it to you like this man my dad was a running back you mm-hmm. know and as a running back you're running routes if you got in you know, NFL American football is definitely very different of course but these routes that you're running at any given moment it can fucking change cause you can have a guard or a left tackle come out of nowhere yeah. and boom he fucking hit you but if you're quick enough and you're smart enough and you got the vision, it's almost like you're seeing into the future. Oh, this dude coming out of here. You only got a split second to adjust your mind and your body to of go course. the opposite way. Of course. So a lot of that for me, and I'm talking about my dad, but for me, I also had a lot of that go on in my sport life to where I was like, damn, I'm going to run this play. Yeah. And as soon as I get ready to run this play, shit started going wrong. Right. So now, immediately, if I really want to make my team happy, and my coach proud, and I want to get to this place. I got in five seconds time. I got to make sure that I can switch this shit up. Yeah. To get the best end result possible. Of course. Even if I'm not the one sinking the last shot. Correct. As long as I get it. As, as, as long as, like, like we said, that that, that, that team spirit mentality. Right. Stuff too, right. Of course. And, and that carries over to being an, a great individual, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Does. Definitely Absolutely. carries over. Absolutely. Man, I've actually got like, I, I, because. We were chatting about this earlier on through stuff too. Like, do you actually see yourself as a business? I'm growing to learn how to yeah, see myself right? as a business. Like, yeah. do, do you actually see yourself as a business when it comes down to it too? Because, like, I feel like a lot of people in the industry, if they, when, when they, they want to propel forward and all through stuff too, right? They're putting a lot of effort into themselves, their body, their this, mm. and that when it comes down to it as well. Like, a lot of people don't know that everyone in themselves is a business, right? Like, I think it was 
obviously I've been I'm looking into to Jay Z a lot. Mm. Uh, what's the line like? I'm not a businessman. I am a businessman. I am a businessman. <laughs> you know what I mean? When like he, when he said that, I think I was like 16 when he said that shit. Yeah. I'm 27 now. Yeah. And it's coming full circle. Making more sense for you now. More yeah. Sense. I knew what you he should said. read that book that that, that, I, that I was telling you about. It's actually really I informative. I too, definitely actually. should. Cause I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a Jay Z fan, man. So to know I, man, where he came from and what it, he was it, doing, it was actually super interesting. Like off topic again, but like, dude did some fucked up stuff. Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Like he, 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 shot, he shot his brother. Yeah, he shot his brother. He he, 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 he stabbed someone because he thought they he, he took a master off mm. them. Um, but like. I, you give hall passes, right? Mm. Because the dude is one of the biggest fucking influential people in the world. You know what I mean? Exactly. Of course. Yeah, so, like, do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a business when it comes down to it? And if you don't, how are you starting to understand that more and all this stuff as well? Well, for one, I'm starting to understand it because I'm I'm surrounding myself with businesses, sure, with businessmen. And sure. That, that's why. That's how I'm beginning to see myself as a business. Sure. And for two, I've uh, I've taken a few steps back mm-hmm. so I can take a leap forward. Sure. And when I say these few steps I'm taking back is I'm, I'm being more of a reserve yep. and learning and hearing, having my ear to the streets so I can go, okay, what is it that the fitness industry needs? Yep. Because they have so much at the moment. Yep. What is already there that I can capitalize on? Yep. What's missing? What, 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 what's the, the, the gap filler that you can right. fill? We kind of had a conversation about that. Yeah, we did. I don't want to give that away. <laughs> we, a, we had a conversation about that, and I feel like... Yeah, the, the conversation we had collectively last night was good, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Should have filmed that. Should have filmed that one. That one was like... That would be for the documentary, bro. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Man... There's so many things that come in my brain that I can't get out right now. Yeah, yeah that's and cool. That's all good. these things that you're saying about the conversation that we had last night, the documentary, me seeing myself as a businessman, and offering these things to the fitness industry. All I, all, all I want to say about that is, I I'm learning to find my niche. Sure, 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 sure. I've been blessed to be to be um, the way I grew up in the environment that I was growing up in to take. The bad with the good, yep. and the fact that I'm learning so much, I must just say this shit, man. Um, I'm just learning more and more about the cannabis. You know say, say it again. CBD, uh, CBD. C- CBD oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning more about the CBD oil and the, con- the content of the chemical in the hemp leaf, sure. the marijuana leaf, having it being split into two. The THC side and, and the, the CBD, CBD side. Yeah, we spoke about this before too. And the, 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 um, it's going to come to me in a second. The benefits from the CBD as far as therapy goes. There sure. It is, and recovery and, and getting rid of pain and fighting cancer and all these other things. I'm learning that side, but in the environment that I grew up in, I didn't learn about, I didn't even know, I didn't know CBD was a thing. Yeah. It was more so, hey man, we're over here getting high. Mm-hmm. You know, come come ease your mind. Of you course. Know, come on, you know, and, and for me, I was always like, damn, why, fuck, my mind is already at ease. You know, but yeah, I was only yeah, a yeah. young cat growing up, not knowing that 
being a black man in America is fucking stressful. Yeah, of course. For one. So, of course, you're going to ease your mind. But at the end of the day, you don't want to erase your mind. Yeah. So, you need to know and understand that not all things that feel good to you are good for you. Mm-hmm. But if you can formulate what is good for you from something that is bad, which may or may not actually be bad, it just mm-hmm. might be misunderstood. Sure. And the fact that this CBD oil has, man, skyrocketed in in, in pharmaceutical yes. presence, in the pharmaceutical presence, it's like, okay, it's beating cancer. Of course. Um, it's helping people recover faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's helping people mentally feel like, okay, look, I ain't worried about this knee pain no more because the CBD oil that I just rubbed on my knee mm-hmm. has brought me back to full recovery. So now I can sit at this desk for another two hours mm-hmm. and, and smash out some programs. So for me, it's more so about getting people a holistic viewpoint of what the hemp leaf can offer them in a, in a healthier life lifestyle versus people seeing it as a plant that's going to make like a recreational plant just to sit there and and, 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 and get fucked and up. And get fucked up, yeah, of course. Because that's, that's what's been advertised. Well, that, like, yeah. over the like, past, fuck, hundreds of years. Hundreds of years, of course. It's like, yeah, of course. Man, if you just smoke this, you're going to feel great. <laughs> it's like, well, what if, what if I just used it as, as something to, to recover, help myself recover? Yeah. And so I'm at the point where I'm doing everything in my power to learn more and more and more about the CVD oil itself. Oil itself, because check this out, man. Every year, every year I go, uh, I used to go to Colorado for a film festival, right? Sure. And uh, the last year I went, I, uh, I watched this documentary. I'm not, I can't say the name of the documentary at the moment, but I watched this documentary and I spoke to the guy who was in it. Like, literally, after the film, he was just sitting outside chilling because he had seen the film like 100,000 times. Sure. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, bro, what drove you to make a film about marijuana? Like, mm-hmm. why would you even do that? And he goes, man, it's really not about marijuana. It's more about the, the misunderstanding people have on this actual plant. He was like, I wanted people to see these kids struggling with cancer. Sure. And we introduced the CBD to them. And see how fast the recovery for these guys were. Because the thing about it was, these kids were literally dying, bro. Yeah. I mean, they were on their deathbeds. Their parents had tried everything. Yeah. From the chemo to you name it, they was trying. They was trying it. And the the parents, I'm not a parent at all. But being around the parents I've been around and, and seeing the things that parents do, they go... They go beyond and above for yeah, their kid. Absolutely. And this one lady was like, look, man, I, she had been doing her own research. And she finally found out about the CBD and how it could alleviate the pain yeah. that her child was going through during the chemo. And seeing that just opened my eyes and made me go, okay, now I need to do my research so I can find out what's happening with this plant. Because there's a lot of guys in this fitness industry that they, they go to the gym. Um, they tear a rotator cuff. Yep. Or they go. They go out to mountain, mountain go mountain climbing. And they mm-hmm. pop their patella tendon, and it's like, fuck. What can they do in the recovery process in between to either speed to it help, up to, 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 to help that to, to the most ridiculous degree at the same time, right? Without yeah. hurting yourself, though, yeah. because the thing is, right now, doctors are just giving them pain pills. You know, 
question. Do you know anyone else industry relevant that's, that understands it and, and would be as passionate about it as you? At the moment, I do not, unfortunately. Let's find two, and I've got a real fucking good idea. Okay. Like, I've, I've, I've got a real good idea. That, that, that just came to me then, and it would be branded so fucking well. Man, you know what? That's something I just, you know, you, you're putting these ideas into my head. Yeah, no, but like, th- th- this is what this shit is, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, what, yeah. And I'm glad you're doing this because we, when we was watching The Defiant Ones last night. I know, we, we, we need to watch that pro- I need to watch that pro- we, we will, we yeah. will. And, but the line that stuck to, I've, I've, been, I've, that, I've seen that episode three times, bro. And the, the thing that stuck with me the most with is Jimmy Levine being the levitator and Dr. Yeah. Trey being the innovator. And yeah. right now, you're levitating the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it because... But no, but, but like I said, I know my place. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I, I, bro, I fucking love that shit. Bro. I know my place, bro. Because you're helping me understand that like, when you just said, man, we need to find some other casters. No, we, 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 we need to find two, two more people that are just as passionate about and this stuff as well. And um, I... I, I We'll talk about it after. I've, I've, got a real, I've got a real idea. It's a bigger too. picture, man. Because of course. Oh, that, even that, with this fitness thing, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so passionate about fitness. Fitness is your vehicle. Right. But I want to say this. People look at this thing and go, man, this is all I'm going to do forever. And for me, it's like, no, 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 no. I can't no, no, no. do this forever. That, 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 that's my job. Yeah. No, no, my job Thank is you. working out the steps after Thank that. You. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's where I, we're I, at. I, I think people are starting to realize that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, bro, I realized it when we first had our first conversation on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bro, we're on the phone for like an hour. For a whole hour. And I was like, man, <laughs> this man has a vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, dude, you're helping me formulate the reasons why my passion is this. Yeah, correct. You know correct, what I'm saying? And the reason why it's so high is because yeah. I, I gen- generally, I just want to help people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I don't want to just help people get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, Fresh is on here. You know, he just wanted everybody to get high. And I'm just like, like I've met people like that today. <laughs> Me too. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no. If you want to do that, that's that's great and all, but I really want you to feel better. And so, Gen- like, g- g- genuinely feel better, act- actively be able to live a longer, healthier, happier life. That's blah, blah, it. Blah. Like, because so I shouldn't say blah blah blah. Like, that's a real thing. You know what I mean? But like, um, ibuprofen and morphine ain't gonna get you there. No, it but that, so to, like, like I said, we still need to look into the, like not legalities, but the 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 later concept mm. of the CBD oil onto stuff like what what are the after effects onto the stuff too you exactly. know what I mean? but like when you look at ibuprofen onto the stuff like if you break down the actual uh, what that does to your body over long term use mm. onto the stuff as well it actually harms you more yeah, it does. that's a real does. drug no it genuinely is it genuinely yeah, is you know? I mean like you actually need to, to make sure that your your liver's okay that your kidneys are okay Man, exactly absolutely Dude, like that, yeah, good idea on that, and I'm very, very, very excited about that too. I'm, I'm glad I spoke so, on it. So, it was it? Yeah, the, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think that part would have come up properly either. But I, I had a really good idea. Um, so you know, we were saying before, like the the, the whole um, uh, that first conversation we had, and it was like an hour long onto the stuff as well. Mm. Like, I've not asked one question off that yet. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. We just been flowing. We just been flowing. <laughs> But that's why I, I just have it as a guideline more than anything else when it comes down to it. Too, that's right, right. But like, that's cool. That's cool. So, like, um, with that, what do you think? What do you think? I wouldn't say it's a failure, right? But like, what do you think the biggest challenge you've had so far in the journey you've come up to and all this stuff? And how, how have you dealt with it? The biggest without, challenge. With, without the ones we've almost died fucking right, yeah. car crashes and shit. But like, what about a mental challenge or like something that's physically gone and like become a, a, a genuine fucking roadblock? 
Um, and how did you deal with that? Well, maybe there hasn't been any. You know what I mean? Like, no, there's definitely been a few. Um, just to name one off the top of my head, man. Uh, actually, permanently moving here to Australia was a challenge for me. So is that is that sign still delivered? Say it again. Is that sign still delivered? Like you've got. Uh, is it a visa you're here on? I'm on a visa at the moment. Yeah, cool, cool. I don't, I don't uh, want to disclose what kind of visa I'm on at the moment. No, 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 that's cool. No, that's cool. That's but cool. the fact that I'm on this visa, I had to go through a lot of, a lot of hoops to get to where I'm he, at. Today. He, he's a stripper. <laughs> hey, that's that's. <laughs> I can't even lie, man. I can't even. I don't even have a comeback for that. Because I actually, I actually am a stripper. Uh, I've, I've been a stripper since I was uh, about 21. Yeah, cool, cool. To be honest, but that's something that helped me do what I'm doing now as yeah, a I, fitness I, model and shit like I that. Did, I, I did that shit when I was young. I had a major yeah, owner with a big company. Hey, if you can shake it, I'll take it. Pays the bills, too. Pay the bills, bro. Pays the bills. Boosts your confidence level, It definitely boosts the confidence level. But a challenge, the current challenge for me and I got two. That one's current, one's not so current. But the current challenge was, how can I leave America in time to not be affected by Trump's laws? Sure. And it still be in good standing with the U.S. government and the Australian government because I had already been to Australia once before I moved here. Sure. And I was kind of just sussing the scene out to see if it was possible for me to live in a country like this and actually uh, grow. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't growing like I wanted to grow in America. Sure. And so when I got here and I saw that the opportunities were here for me, the, the biggest challenge was figuring it out and going, okay. And I'm still figuring things out. but And we all are. But the biggest challenge was, I was okay. going to say, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we all are. But the biggest challenge was, okay, picking my life up and moving it and going, okay, I'm going to live in Australia, and then what? And, yeah, know, what, 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 what's the next step, right? right? Like, what's the next step? You can have this planned out, and the plan will, I, I can guarantee you this, the plan will not work. It will not go. <laughs> I, I, if you asked me two years ago, <laughs> did you have this on the plan? Did you plan to move to Australia and to become a, and, to, and become a WBFF pro? Of course. Would no. you be expecting a city to have this conversation no. right now? You know what I mean? Like, no, exactly. no, and no. You know, all these things. None of this was on the plan. The plan literally looked like this. Okay, I'm gonna work my job for this amount of time. I'm gonna get X amount of dollars. I'm gonna buy a flight. I'm gonna move to Australia. So here's a good question on that. Regardless of the fact that everything, like everything you just said, has been a lot off the plan and all this yeah. stuff as well. How much better off are you from having a plan in the first place? Dude, I'm so I'm better off with that plan that I had because it taught me this. It was like the fact that I had the plan taught me structure. And, of course. And it made me stick to certain moralities of that I would not would have otherwise. You know, I would never of I, I never would have had that blueprint. Yep. And when things popped up, I was able to go, oh shit, that's not on the plan. But guess what? It's better than but it's an opportunity as well. Opportunity. Opportunity. Absolutely. Like, Man, I thought it would look like this. I just had that like I just that. had that in here. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I, feel, I, feel good. Like, I really want to run with this shit. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to run with it. So I feel like if I would, even if I would not have had a plan, none of these things, I feel like none of these things would have come into fruition because all of them were just ideas. Correct. The thing, like I thought about being a WBFF pro. I thought about making these connections. Correct. But they never was once like, on my piece of paper because yeah. I was just trying to move into a, a different country and become a personal trainer. 
I already did my modeling thing, so I was like, cool, I'm going to become a PT, and then I'll worry about becoming a model later. Yep. But then it didn't work that way. I became a PT, found out that I, found out that I wasn't the best PT. <laughs> I was like, man, how do people do this shit, you know? Because it's like, actually a hard job. It's it's hard, hard, to, to, hard to do job. it right anyway, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of it actually, like, for face-to-face regardless, you got to think the majority yeah, of it, hard job. if you have that plan. But, like, no, no, but 90% of it's fucking uh, psychology. Yeah, it, it is. It is, exactly. It's <laughs> like, definitely you're a psychology. fucking therapist. Yeah, you got to be a therapist. And for me... I'm more. I'm better. I'm just better at getting people in the mood to yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah, of you course, know? I can. I can talk a pig into a pig stop. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. I can feed pig bacon. You know what I'm saying? Like if for me, I'm I'm gonna hype you up to the fullest. I'm gonna make you feel great about yourself. Yeah. And I'm also gonna get you to do things that you probably by yourself would not do. I don't know that sounds kind of freaky. Yeah. It's like, oh, what the fuck Fresh is talking about? But yeah. If you get in a room with me and you feel some type, some some type of way about yourself. I'm gonna make you feel the opposite. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bring that. I'm gonna try to bring the best out of you, and that doesn't necessarily transfer into PT sessions. Nah, fuck like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Some people go into PT and they go, "Man, I'm really just here because I want to do some ball slams because I'm frustrated." And then I'm like, "Great," because I, I had a frustrating week as well. <laughs> so let me put this energy into you to make you feel great. Correct. But then you also have people come into the gym and they go, "Well, and mostly girls, I just want a bigger ass." Cool. Okay, damn. A part of me wants to help you with this, but a part of me doesn't because all you want to do is make your ass bigger. You're also going to break it down to why. Like, why you want a bigger ass? Why do you want a big ass? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you not want to be healthier? Do you not want to be mentally sharper? Yeah, absolutely. Like, why why wouldn't you want to feel at first you're okay with the ass that you currently have? Right, and that's it. Why aren't you okay with the ass that you already got? And that's where you got to dig with that shit too, right? But then that's not PT though. No, no, it's it's, it's not. It's totally different. It's completely different, but that's that's where the... That's where the real games will work for them a lot yeah. when it comes down to it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the fucking hard part, though. Man, it's the hard part. <laughs> the, the, physique, the physique that I have right now is because I wanted to feel better about my statue sure. from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I always have had muscles, but I wanted better muscles. Sure. You know, and I wanted to perform better at one point, and now the performance side of being strong really isn't that important for sure. me. Like, I'm not out here trying to out bench press the next person or out squat the next person because I'm not I'm never going to use that mm-hmm. in a performance setting mm-hmm. but as far as my functionality goes and the way I feel about the, the makeup and the symmetry of my physique plays a major role in my, my psyche and how I feel yep. if I feel good mentally and physically yep. we good to go and that's that's 90% of the population and not saying that you all, we all need to be like Muscly and must, like everybody doesn't want to look like this. Of course, but everybody also has like, man, I wish I could fit that blazer. I want, I want to be able to look like this in those jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it all kind of correlates, interlinks at, at some point. At some point, and so as a PT, I, I I wasn't seeing me being able to go up to, and I'm gonna put it out there like this, up to a homosexual guy or girl and go, man, 
you know, how you feeling today? Well, my jeans didn't fit properly. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, what you want to do about it, bro? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe buy a bigger size. Well, why buy a bigger size? What do you want? Like, why, why do you want these jeans to fit this way? Yeah. Well, because I want to go into this line of work and I'm going to be having meetings with these type of people and I'm yep. going to look presentable. Oh, now we have a deeper reason of why. Of course, like you're connecting a why to it as opposed right. to just like, oh, I feel like shit. Exactly. Yeah, you, if you're connecting a why to the solution so that when it comes down to it, you can actually always talk back to that. You can talk back to that and you can formulate a plan that's going to change this person's lifestyle and not just... But, but, but their headspace too. Yeah, the headspace and... I guess I I put this more in a category of being a motivator. Yeah, motivator and like just someone that understands people from an emotional intelligence level. Exactly. Yeah. And I just want to see people at their happiest and most comfortable point. Absolutely. To where it's like, okay, man, I, I've been dealing with Fresh as a mentor for this long. Yeah. And man, I feel great about the decisions that I am making. Absolutely. Because I had, I still got my mentor back in Memphis and Dealing with him for so so long, it, it grew me into a point of where I am today to Absolutely. feel comfortable with the things that I say, the things I decide to pick up and read and yep. listen, and the things I decide to e- extract out of what I hear and see. Close. And I go, okay, great. Without knowing that it was okay to listen to all of this thing, all of these things, and only take out this piece, this yep. bit. At first, I thought I had to take all of this shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You just take, you, you take your golden nuggets, right? Like, right, exactly. Like people, we're, we're, we're sixty-three minutes into uh, a conversation, essentially, on stuff too, right? But like, there'll be one thing you hear that one person will go fucking bang. That's exactly yeah, what they needed to hear. Exactly. And some people might be like, "Man, that whole thing was amazing." You know what I mean? But like, you don't need to take everything out of everything. You don't. And the, the biggest thing I, I, I've taken out of my, this this journey from from a little guy on up to the big guy I am today is mm. that you can't see things. For what they are immediately you have to take them gradually sure and you can't go every six months i'm gonna change this every six you know it has to be a gradual process so i started looking at things from a 12 month perspective to like a 36 month yeah perspective yeah I'm like, okay what's that what, what's that end goal look like yeah because yeah, in 12 months like mm, okay cool the only thing that can really be done and to like really come to a full uh, fruition is a baby. You can True. make a you can make a baby in nine months time. You can right, and then three months later, that baby is is making like more human like sounds. Correct, almost correct, and it's still not fully developed. Correct. Right? But in three years, yeah, you, 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 we, you've got we talk, just saw we just saw uh, Mackenzie, right? We just saw like, Mackenzie, and she's making full sentences. <laughs> Not just full sentences; she's an inquisitive she's, little girl. Yeah. So imagine three years from now, absolutely she's six, absolutely, it's going to be a whole other game. Joe's so going to be in trouble. He's going to be. <laughs> he's going to be in trouble. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's so beautiful to see that because for some reason, when we become adults, we forget that time exists and we go well absolutely. I want it now absolutely you can't get it now man no no it's, it, 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 it takes time and time. like to be fair I, I found a lot of that a lot of the time too is like you said it's a lot of it's off the plan as well you know what I mean like 100% I, and I, I'm so okay with that I, I, I think from a business side from what I see with a lot of people they get really hung up on like my business is failing I'm like yeah it's because it, it's not the right business for you but everything you learn from this is what will help you with your next venture. And it ain't a failure. Like, it ain't a failure. No, it's not a failure. It just didn't work. Exactly, but it's perspective and you look at it and like the, the question was like how do you deal with the phone? And I think it's like 
how you look at it. Yeah, it is a hundred percent how you look at it, man. And when you look at it with a positive perspective, man, how much did you learn from? You got to learn fuck? so fucking much from it because, dude, I thought I was going to the NBA when I was fifteen. <laughs> Swear to God, I thought I was going to go to the Have NBA. You been to the NBA game once? Yeah, you went to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really did. And, and I thank God for the people in my life that kept it a hundred with me. Yeah, it was so real. Yeah, and. I get slack for that sometimes now where I'm at in Australia. Yeah. I'm getting used to uh, a lot of people being nice. And yeah. like, this is a very nice country and I love it. But I ain't here to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to keep it real with you. Absolutely. That way you can love me. Absolutely. Because nice people, they <laughs> say nice guys finish last for a reason. You know, because I'm going to come back to you <laughs> when I come in last place. I'm going to come back to you because oh, you told me. Because you was being nice, you was telling me I look good and that I'm talented and that I can do it. Absolutely, it's cool to hear, but I need to know the reality of my situation. Yeah, I, I, I think that's one thing that I try to instill in most when it comes down to is the reality check when it comes yeah, down to man. it. Too, you know what I mean, like, yes, anything is possible, and if you're that passionate about it, it may happen in 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 due course on top of stuff as well. But is it the right decision for you? But the biggest question that I ask a lot of people they don't think about is what's gonna what. What factors are right in front of you that you're not looking at that are going that are screaming at you saying that it's not going to fucking happen? Mm. You know what I mean, like what what's going to stop this from actually making it happen? You know what I mean? Like if you want to be the the, the hundred meter fucking um, sprinter who beats Usain Bolt and you weigh <laughs> 120 kilos, right? Is that really going to happen? Like, is that really like, hey, you you might believe that you can, but it comes right. down to all the stuff too. Like the belief system is what will help you right. train the hardest, do this, do that, and all the stuff. But what's like, actually going to stop you from doing that? But there's actually limiting factors yeah. like. 50 kilos yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying but for some for some odd reason we've we've come up with this culture of the anything is possible sure without facing the reality of the, the true fact yep. that hey man you are four foot four <laughs> and you weigh you just explained me 100 <laughs> but, but people don't people forget though they go oh. I'm so okay with it you know? <laughs> people forget and they get all hyped up because of the person that's being nice absolutely because yeah man you're fast yeah you're faster than Becky down the road <laughs> but then I, I take you over here <laughs> to meet Usain Bolt yeah man who's 6'6 have you met him Never. Yeah, I, I, I met him at Marquee. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was. I was actually out doing. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, was he fast? <laughs> was he fast? Yeah. Let's just. Yeah, he was fast. Let's, 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 he, yeah, he was moving yeah. fast. I bet he was. He was moving fast yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. a numerous amount of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, bro? It's funny that you say that because to this day. A lot of my friends are professional track and field athletes. Yeah. And I love to see the things that they're doing because it taught, it teaches me that if you stick with the plan within your realm of spect- expectation, that you can go very, very far with the things that are meant for you. Yeah. And if something's not meant for you, you sometimes it takes a long time for people to realize that something ain't meant for them. This is like if I was trying to be an R&B singer right now. That ain't meant for me because mm. the things that's going on with me right now, the community, like I put myself into this community, but the people that are approaching me, they doing it on their own. Yeah, the universe, yeah, yeah, the universe, yeah. they, you know, they are allowing. That's just me. connecting you to that because of whatever stream right. that is coming through at the same time as well. It's connecting it all. Yeah. So 
this this fitness thing right now is meant for me mm. and it's happening for me. Yeah. But a lot of things have has ha- have happened to me because yeah. I was looking at it wrong. It's still so, happening for yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's I was looking at it wrong. Perspective, yeah, 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 but just like last week when I had my accident, bro. Yeah. I was like, damn, what happened to you? I said, bro, it happened for me. Correct. It happened for me. And it would put you in a new invigorated state. Like, no, oh, I'm, fuck, dude. I'm here and like, I, I got shit to do now. I got I was, I was people to what? motivate. I feel like, absolutely. I had an adrenaline rush. You would have, absolutely. Literally. You would have. shit. Like, you, you, you genuinely would have. Like, absolutely. So, what's the biggest misconception people have with you? That's a good question. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. What, what, what's the biggest I, misconception? Like pe- question, right? The bi- biggest yeah. misconception people have with you because I, I, I know from me, people think I'm just like a, a lot of people think uh, outside perspective when it comes down to it. Um, loud mouth, mm. blah blah blah. Mm. Um, but I'm actually quite intellectual. I, I, yeah, you're very, met, very intellectual. I, I'm, like man, I'm actually a super introvert. This is true. I'm a like I, you, you wouldn't see it any time, but I'm a yeah. super duper. Duper interesting. I remember you telling me this back at the Melbourne. Expo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I think you call it an Andyvert because I, I like, but, but like I'm a super introvert. Because you could go either way, almost. Man, but I, I recharge not being around people, mm. and that's what an introvert is. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. I, because I, I sometimes introverts bring the best out of people like me. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, so, right. I, I'm the numbers and thinking guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you know, it's like, oh, I like but what, what, what about fresh record? What, 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 what's a massive misconception Man, people have about you? The biggest misconception people have about me is that. I'm either hard to approach, like sure. I'm unapproachable, sure, or that I'm like I'm like this pretty boy. Yep. And um, man, shout out to the pretty boys all around the world, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I am frat boy, and that is like one of our taglines is that you know we're pretty boys just because of the look that we present. Sure. But I'm far from a pretty boy, and I'm far from being unapproachable. Oh no, no, you're like, and, uh, I'm, I'm way too scared to approach you, bro. Like, like. <laughs> and, and to to know who the real fresh is is to know that I don't even mind getting dirty. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things. I don't mind getting dirty, and I don't mind talking to someone in the face to their blue. Sure, in the face because I, I come from that. Like people spending the time with me. Yep. Dropping mental jewels on me, jewels on me, saying, "Hey, man, this is what's up. This is you know, giving me the game. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, I grew up having people coach me all throughout my life, and game recognized game. When you see people doing certain things that you've done, mm-hmm. and you go, wait, they're doing it that way. Why? Don't even question that shit. Just cool. take it for what. Like I said, take it." Sometimes we take things for what it is and we try to get it at that moment. But when I see these things, when like when you approach me and you talk to me or anyone approaches mm-hmm. me and talks to me, I want to give them the stage and I want to listen to what they got to say. Man, like, they might have like, something for you to learn. Exactly. They're they, they like, giving me the game. And so for me, the misconception that people have when they see a guy like me walking to a gym or a building, man, this dude... Got a stick stuck up his ass. Yeah, or, yeah, right, you know, right. He he think he the shit. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think I'm the shit for one. I know. So I'm very confident at the, at the end of the day. Always have been confident, but not cocky. Confident, but not cocky. Definitely a different story. And for 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 people to take the chance, sure. to get to know me, 
and I say chance because everything we do in life is a chance. Absolutely. Man, it, it'd be a chance that you you won't forget and you Absolutely. will definitely appreciate because I'm the type of person that I've never met a stranger. I've ne- I know we opened up this conversation about me meeting people that I don't know. Yep. And the thing is, you, you said, how do you deal with it? I just treat them like I know them. Yep. And that just makes it better for both of us. I, it, it makes it an easy conversation when it comes down to it as well. Make an easier conversation and it, it, it just takes that misconception and it dumbs it all the way down to a, it can go from a 10 to a zero of in 2.2 seconds. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I open my mouth and I hit them with that smile, they're like, damn. Yeah. This dude really, like, everything I see on Instagram is the same as soon yeah. as I see him in person. Yeah. And, same but, and that's the problem with social media at the moment is you get on people's socials and you're like, oh, wow, this is, this is great. This is awesome. And then you meet them and you go, not, you know, well, I, 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 a lot of them just like they, they portray something, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that, that's, that's just un, like uh, not authenticity. And that's where long term they we talked probably about that yesterday. Yeah, we were yeah. like not authenticity. And that's where long term they just won't have that, yeah. that, um, that, that, that longevity in that space. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, it's, it's just not going to fucking happen. But um, the misconceptions for me, man, I've, I've seen them all in the, the one that we're talking about right now. I used to deal with that. Um, back, I, I, used to, I used to run AAU track and field, which is an amateur athletic union. Okay, cool. Which is a step down before you can, or you're allowed to go pro. Sure. And at that time, I used to be one of the biggest guys mm-hmm. running the. I used to run an 800 meter meter run and a 400 meter dash, long jump, and triple jump. Mm-hmm. And those are those are events where you're going to be naturally smaller because you need to be light. Yeah. And it wasn't the fact that I was. Like hitting the weight room hard or eating heaps of calories, just genetically, I was just bigger than the guys that I was running against. Sure. And I would walk down to the track and guys would be like, oh, oh man, this dude, like, we got this. And I would hear that shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, who? And I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. And then as soon as I open my mouth and start talking, the, the whole aura around the track would change. So, yeah. Oh, we can relax because this dude as, is just as nervous as us. Yeah. And then after that gun goes off and we start running the race and I come in like fourth or fifth place and they go like, oh shit, dude. We Wait probably, a minute. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. And I go, bro, like, you know, I'm just like you guys. Yeah, bro. of course. I'm trying to get good at this thing too. So let's stop with the judgments. Yeah. And let's just all be one. You know and that, I, mean? that, I think that speaks a lot to the fact that, like, yeah, you failed. Like, and I think a big, big misconception is a winner's always a winner, but a winner is only a winner when it comes down to the way they look at every loss that they have at the same oh, time, bro, too. You know exactly. What I, mean? I found so many wins and a loss. It's ridiculous. If I had a dollar for every win I found and a loss, Dude, I would be a millionaire. Absolutely. But, 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 that's what, but, but that's what sets your headspace apart from anyone else mm-hmm. at the same time, too, which puts me in the next one. What sets you apart? My perspective, bro. Like, Good. I'm very happy you said that. <laughs> there ain't never, there's never a rainy day. And it's funny because... Um, I can vividly remember a time in my life where I was leaving a party. Like, I was at a party, people was getting fucked up. Yeah. Right? And I'm in this hotel room, and I'm just like, man, these girls and guys, they're doing this, they're doing that. And I'm like, cool, this is great. Like, and then something hit me, and I was just like, man, I don't want to be here. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. And I, I left, bro. I, I walked out, and it was raining hard as fuck. Yeah. And... I had music playing on my phone at the time while sure. I walked to my car, and my, and my favorite jam came on, right? Yeah. And for some odd reason, bro, I just started dancing, dog. Like, dancing in the fucking rain. I was fucking dancing in the rain, bro. 
and I think that's what this is called. This this podcast is now called Dancing Rain. Seriously, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Hey, let's do it. Man. Yeah. Let's do it. I want to say the thing what drove me to do what I did one Usher and Amari and like and Chris Brown, like all these videos that I would see of them doing these dancing, these these moves in the rain, and the the surface that I was on as I was walking to the car. I think I like had like a, a slid, like the shoes I was in didn't have the best grip. Sure. And I caught myself, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's kind of cool." Yeah. So I just started juking a little bit. And I started moving, and it was easy for me to move myself on the concrete. Yeah, Because right. it was slippery. Yeah. And not even paying attention to the fact that it started raining harder and harder. Yeah. I was noticed that I was outside for ten extra minutes. Grooving and driving on in the rain, and like a car pulled up next to me, and it was a car full of girls. I was like, "Oh shit." What you jamming to? And I was just like, oh, my phone. Like, you know, I'm chilling. They was like, oh, you leaving? I'm like, yeah. They was like, oh, but we just got here for the party. And I was like, Bye. man, the, the party's here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am the party. I am the party. You know, I'm in live inside. I'm having a good time. And that was a, another aha moment for me. I was yep. just like, man, everyone thinks that the party has to be that. Yep. And I was like, no, man. Yep. You know, the party is, is what you make it. Correct. And my environment was not... That wasn't an environment that I wanted to be in. So yeah. I just went outside and created the, the environment for myself, and I took those raindrops uh, to advantage. And I just made it fun. Yeah, of course, of course. No, it ma- ma- makes a lot of sense. Uh, that, too, that's right? what separates me, man. Like my perspective is definitely for me on another level. Like, Absolutely. I ain't, I'm, I'm, like I said, I never met a stranger, and I've never had a rainy day. I, 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 I think they're both two things that I think anyone, if they take the right message out of that. It would be extremely interesting if, they, if they'd never thought of that before at the same thank time, you, too. Thank you. What are you proud of yourself for? Me, myself? I'm proud of myself for being a unique character and not giving a fuck about what society says I should do. Sure. And how I should do it. Now, I do play by some of the rules, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I just feel like you'll be a sellout if you don't try to be you. Sure. You know, if you don't try to be you to the utmost uh, ability. So, and what I mean what I, what I mean by that is when we see guys train the way they train or dress the way they dress and talk the way they talk, for some odd reason, even now, if you go on Instagram right now and you look at the top fitness women, and you go look at their stories, all of them talk the same. Correct. Correct? No, no, I, I, almost the same fucking tone of voice. All the same tone. <laughs> because that's the thing, that's the way it's been, uh, I guess, designed to, to be yeah, the yeah, it yeah. girl. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to talk like this, you have to sound like this. Of course. Even with the guys, it's like, you have to do it this way, you gotta do it that way. Uh, it, it's funny, I was having a conversation with someone recently about this too, and like, it's someone you know as well, but it was just like, um, it's like this unwritten law. Yeah, exactly. This unwritten law of how you must portray yourself through mm. X, Y, and Z. And I think it's complete bullshit. It is bullshit. And like I said earlier, I'm always the person to go the opposite direction of a crowd. Yeah, and right. That's what I'm most proud of. Is like the unique thing is okay. It's just like uh, Steve Jobs had this whole idea of the I the thing that we're talking into every day. <laughs> the thing that we're on all the time. He had this idea and. So many people told him that it was dumb. Yeah, right. Because no one was doing it. And yeah. it's like, well, you know what? The fact that no one's doing it makes it all of that that much better. Yeah. And so when I brought up, like how I brought up the CBD shit, like someone's going to hear this and go, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, no yeah, one's yeah, doing- yeah. Cannabinoid. Right. Like, yeah, cannabinoid. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. great. 
you don't know what it is. Let's teach That's you. That's awesome. Let's Let teach me you. teach you. Because I'm teaching myself as well. So I'm very proud of myself to, to be comfortable with the unknown and yep. the uncomfortable. I fully understand that. I fully understand that. Is there anyone you can attribute your current success to? And, 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 and who's the uplifting team that are around you every day to make sure that you get that extra push? Damn. Bruh, everybody in my camp from Rod Aware, from Joe Pitt to you, my sponsors that people probably will never see because they ain't around me. I hope, I hope you get a chance to meet one of my um, one of my sponsors, man. He's a great guy. Definitely a great guy. Older guy. He's about uh, like 80. Right. <laughs> like, and, and I wanted to say that because people want to go, well, why does Fresh think the way he thinks? Because I surround myself with people that are twice Three times, four times my age. Age, but but like age and wisdom that comes with it too, right? It comes with a lot. So I want to thank those who have been patient with me on down to my barbers back in Memphis. And I say that, I say that, bro, with the most sincere intentions because the guy who's been cutting my hair in Memphis, he's been cutting my hair since I was like 11. Yeah, it's, it's the same as my, my, my Lebanese baba, man. Exactly. He's, I didn't cut anyone else. <laughs> bruh, and that's the thing. The universe brought him into my life yeah, absolutely. for a reason because absolutely. my mom used to cut my hair, bro, and the guard fell off one night and it, you know, it was, she just fucked everything up, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> And we had to go and like find somebody that could fix it. And, and, and Mo was the guy who was able to fix my hair at that time. Sure. And I just kept going to him over time. And the reason why, at first I thought it was because of the haircuts were so fucking crisp. And I was like, yeah. man, these haircuts are great. But the way I was feeling after It's that confidence shot, boost after the fuck boost. But it wasn't just a haircut. It was the, the conversations that I was having with Mo. You find, you, you, you find that the, uh, the, the the conversation with the barber almost becomes like a, like a therapy session again. It is well. a therapy session because I have, like my my, my my barber and I like he, he's family. Oh, bro! I like that's like that, that that dude is dude, family, bro. Like, we, we actually had, we actually had this conversation. I think it was like two days ago. He's like, bro, like I actually see you like yeah, like family, like bro, like fucking like thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's I that makes me feel still like still currently. I still currently have communications with my barber yep. and all of the other barbers that are in the shop that yep. I grew up going in. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, social media is, is a blessing. Oh, absolutely. I'm able to contact them and they send me messages, photos, and all this other shit. And it's like, man, I'm going to go to the, like, you see my hair, bro. Like, I don't need, like, a real type of haircut. I just get fades. The blonde apple. <laughs> if we all don't know, I'm, I'm the black pineapple <laughs> at the end of the day. But, um... <laughs> I'm gonna go to my barber shop just so I can just go in there and shoot the shit, bro. Yeah, of course. Like I always want to go in there and hang out. Man, and I feel like when I'm when when shit's getting too hectic, I get oh, a haircut. I go to the bar. Yeah, I get a exactly. haircut. It's man. the best shit, bro. And you walk out at least ten percent better, like at a minimum. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like even on your worst day, you're gonna you learn something, bro. When right? you're at the barber shop, you're gonna feel better when you're at the barber shop. You you in good company. Absolutely. And, and the culture in the barber shop back at home is so like you know women vent to each other on a daily basis. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really we don't really, really, really get that, right? Of course. Get that. So of course. when you go to the barbershop, that's what it, it's where a man can be a man. Of course. And not be judged. Absolutely. You know, and you can learn some things and ask the questions, the, the silly questions that you wouldn't normally ask, especially in company of a female. Sure. And then on top of that, 
back in America, bro, like especially in black barbershops, man, you might walk out with a with a pair of fresh shoes, yep. brand new socks, t-shirts, <laughs> DVDs, CDs. Even though there ain't DVDs and CDs, I ain't saw no more. You might walk out with a brand new iPhone. Yeah, you know it's like legit, one hundred percent. Dead serious, bro. So that 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 taught me to be who I am today, and. That's why I want you to use ideas. Is there anyone you want to thank? I'm definitely wanting to thank my wife. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever in Memphis, go to Chopper City, man. They're going to look you up. If you need shoes, if I'm, in Memphis, if I'm in Memphis, I'll probably be with you. So right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, you will be all good, bro. I'm telling you, you'll be all good. Man, I've really enjoyed this. Uh, look, man, me too. I, I, I've got a couple like more, more, more fun questions. Let's do that. it. And, do then, it. and then a couple to close out as well, right? Um, what's something that no one agrees with you on? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I, I love asking this question. People are like, fuck. Yeah, someone, let me tell you this story. If someone doesn't agree with me on, or, or, or like that, someone or, or, or people in general, you know what I mean? Like, I think avocado sucks and it shouldn't be touched. Yeah, they do. They do kind of suck, but sometimes like, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta have them. Uh, that's a good question, bro. I think I think a lot of people would say. That I'm too confident and I'm risk- okay. that I'm risky. Like I'm sorry, too, too, too. Uh, I'm sorry. You're talking to someone who, who, who sees those as two qualities and probably two best. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a risk taker. Yeah, and I've I've never met a risk not worth taking. Uh, uh, exactly right. Like you're strategic in the risk that you take at the same yeah, time. Yeah, of course, exactly. absolutely. Now I have I have met opportunities worth not taking yeah because opportunities and risk kind of almost can fall into the same category yeah and with that being said a lot of people can probably would disagree with me about one of the opportunities right now that i have i have that i may or may not take but that any other person would be like man hell yeah like mm-hmm. let's do that but for me it's more about running to the opposite direction like i said because sure. sometimes you just need to let let things kind of play out so you yep. can see if that opportunity would have been worth it, and yep. if it would, if it would have been cool, it'll come, it'll come back around. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't come back around, that means it wasn't for me. Correct. So a lot of people would uh, disagree with that because so many people are so fast to hop on any fucking thing. Yeah. Because they go, fuck, I'm, I'm gonna get it now. Yeah. Instantly, and I'm like, well, if that one came, another one will come. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. People will probably disagree with me about. Risk and opportunity. I think that's ridiculous, like that. though. Like yeah. e- 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 every successful person that I know is a risk taker. You gotta, be. even if it's calculated risk, even yeah. if it, even if they're marginal. Like, but, but you've still got to be a risk taker. You gotta be. Like, you have to be. Yeah, you and I'm at the same time as well. What would you do in the event of a zombie apocalypse? Hell yeah, I would be fucking rolling up. <laughs> I probably would be rolling up some cannabis. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not, and, 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 and to be all honest, cannabis brings people together. So if a zombie, if a zombie was like, "Man, I'm gonna eat your face off," I was like, first wait, bro. I got, <laughs> I got shit to do. I got shit to do, but I'm gonna let you hit this real quick and tell me how you feel after, and then maybe we can come to like an agreement. <laughs> because if you first, you probably felt like you was hungry to eat meat, but after you hit this. You're gonna go get some chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go get some chicken. You know, like let's let's go fucking get a coffee. Let's go watch a movie. Like let's let's discuss how we can get you back in being a human. Absolutely. Versus, so I'll be probably looking for ways to, to, to solve that shit. And if, Absolutely. And if they don't don't want to change from being a zombie, I probably will be trying to make amends. Yeah. Be like, look, dude. I know y'all got y'all whole zombie 
society. Yep. So we're gonna let y'all do y'all, we're gonna let y'all do y'all thing. But we over here want to remain alive. So what, what do y'all need from us? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I wouldn't run away. I'll tell you that for sure. Because I mean, bro, if you run away from a stray dog, the dog ain't gonna do nothing but keep fucking chasing you. Of course. And until you run out, you get tired. Zombies don't die, bro. They don't get tired. No, they don't. You know, so they're gonna keep going until they get you. Yep. So you gotta come. And I know this is a crap. Like I'm going so far into no, this. No, no, please do. I feel like there's not one thing or person that you cannot tame or you cannot that you can't charm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I agree. You can you can charm a dragon, you can charm I a agree. snake, so why can't you charm a, a fucking zombie? I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree. I, I think someone asked me that question once of just like I would um find the top five people that I know and teach them how to actually teach zombies not be Bruh, zombies thank, anymore. Thank you. That's I'm like, I, I said, that's I, 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 I would just, like, like I said, I'm the, I'm the behind the scenes guy. Yeah, so, so I know that you're one of the people that I would yeah, definitely exactly. hope. <laughs> but like, the average person would be like, yeah, man, I'll get my M16 and blow his ass off. Right. Well, then if you blow, if you shoot him and you kill him, you got a thousand other zombies. And they're, and they're coming. They're going to come. And they're coming. So you better off just kind of making friends with them. Like, I'm pretty sure in his past life he was a human. Absolutely. They enjoyed X, Y, and Z, so cool. You know, help him, help him remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would do. All right. And just to close this out, any resources, websites, brands that you'd like to give a shout out that have helped you along your way? Um, I'm going to go ahead and shout out, if you don't know, you won't know, unless I tell you, Rider Wear, again, man, when I first came on the scene, nobody even knew who I was. And Rodderworth didn't even know who I was. They just yep. knew I was the guy with the with the hair. Yeah, you know. And, and and they took me in with open arms. I didn't have a, a, a social media presence. I, yep. I didn't have any of the things I got going on for me now. Mm-hmm. I was fresh off the plane from America, and they was like, "Yeah, bro, you looking dope. We like your attitude." It was all come, fa- right. come roll. Like it was all family, and I was just like, "Damn, that that I love that them." And of course. Muscle Mills Direct, yeah. like, that right there alone has helped me, especially with the physique that yeah. I'm trying to, to attain at the moment, being able to eat on the go mm-hmm. and have meals pre-planned is a big deal for me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because at the end of the day, if I'm not able to eat, I'm not able to be fresh. Correct. You know, I need to be able to eat to be fresh, because you know how that go, bro, like, of course. You, we need energy to survive. We need food to be out here doing the things that we're doing. And without Muscle Mills Direct, I couldn't be live and direct with the folks. Correct. So I understand that. That's that's that. And um, Grip Fitness Audio, man, they're doing some good things out here in, in, in the fitness scene because without music, there's no movement. We just spoke about that. You're dancing in the rain. Perspective, because you want to get the fuck out of that party, right? Yeah, if, if you didn't have the, the, the resource to do that, it's going to be very hard, right? It's going to be very, very hard. And um, at, uh, at this day and age, I find music uh, a, a, a powerful tool for myself. Because sure. uh, my last year of college, I did my final project on the, uh, the psychological effects. Yeah. Of music, yeah, upon athletes, and I really do believe, and I proved it through a numerous amounts of um, scholarly articles and arguments that music definitely sends different types of signals through the brain, yeah, to get you going. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe it, go look up "Alive Inside." It's a documentary about people with dementia. And Alzheimer's, and my, my man Chris right here would definitely know yep. about, about it. this, that it, 
just go look up Alive Inside, man. Music is the cure. No, absolutely. It is the absolutely. cure, man. It touches your soul and it also touches your brain. Absolutely. And if people like, especially in that dementia space, all this stuff too. Like, if music helps a fucking lot. It helps so much, oh, man. Because it's like when you taste a food or you smell a certain scent, what happens in your mind is it brings, brings it back. you back a time it back. and a moment. You can see these things. So imagine a song with a song will absolutely do for you. Absolutely. It may have come out in 1988. You know, to a person that's forty five today, they go, Man, I remember back in eighty eight when this happened to me. And they might they might be suffering from, from some type of mental illness, but when they hear that song, it brings them it brings back, back those memories like, of themselves. Oh, wow, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Of course. Any advice for anyone that wants to be in a position here in? Be yourself. Yep. Um, be yourself, be true to yourself. You're always gonna grow. Always remember where you came from. Yep. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself mm -hmm. because that's the number one thing I see people afraid to do. Like I was talking about earlier, being going to the blue collar versus leaving your original community. If you go and reinvent yourself and your original community doesn't accept that, yep. too bad on them. You know, yep. They're missing out because at the end of the day, you've got to do what's best for yourself mm -hmm. and you got to put yourself in a, in a position that it, it's going to shine a light on those around you mm -hmm. okay and, and I'm using a lot of self uh, proclaiming words at the moment but you want to be the type of person that when you walk in a room people feel like you're helping them correct you're not yeah, you're, 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 you're there for, for, for their benefit you're, you're right you're not in the room to suck the soul out of the room correct but you in the room to help the souls. Correct. The room, and that Correct. should be able to be felt through Absolutely. your presence. So you constantly are having to make sure that you reinvent yourself and stay relevant to your purpose. Yep. Because if you're not relevant to your purpose, which is a lot of this shit is going on on, man, Instagram and Facebook, man, the purpose out, out there right now is, is, it changes as fast as the algorithm does, man. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And it's, it's so hard to see because it's like, man, it's okay to reinvent yourself, mm -hmm. but be true to the purpose. Why are you reinventing yourself? Yeah. Why? And, and what's your relevancy? Yeah. Is your relevancy out here just to shake your ass and to show towel photos of yourself? Mm -hmm. Or is your, is your relevancy out here to educate people and show them that you are too human? Yeah. And it's okay to have a few letdowns in your life and that everything ain't perfect, but at the end of the day, you can be related to and then go they go on your page and they see, okay, man, Chris is a, a real person. <laughs> Even though he might have 1.5 million followers. This is like, yeah. bro, I put it to you like this. I met Kyle Green um, about a year and a half ago, right? I, the last time I saw Kai Green was in Melbourne. He was walking into the apartment that we, that we was in. And the first thing he said to me was, oh, you look like you had a good night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, okay, cool. You like, you had a great weekend too, bro. Like, you know, it, it was just the fact that we both could see that 
we both enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, both, of we, course. We was coming to the end of a road that we had shared. Correct. And, and that, he, that, that, that journey, you guys embarked together, of We course. embarked together in the fact that he wasn't on his high horse. Of course. And come in the room, like, all sides. No, 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 of course. You know, sit down and not say anything to anybody and get himself in the zone. When you see cats like that, and I, 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 I'll name drop, I've never met this dude, but I'm pretty sure he's one of the ones that is like that. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, right. Uh, if you ever listen to him talk or see any of his interviews, he's such a, a humbled, and I'll say giant because he's a giant name in the Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. In, in any space. He's, he's just like a normal guy when you see him on, cool. on TV. And you're just like, man, this dude, and the stuff that he, he will say, yeah. he won't sugarcoat that shit. Absolutely. Cameras. He just Absolutely. like, yeah, man, this is what happened with me. Play some cool characters, too. Definitely play some cool characters. Yeah. So it's guys like Jamie Foxx and Kai Green that helps me remember, like, okay, no matter how far you go in life, you still have to make sure that you a human being and that you're relatable. Of course. That's it. And staying true to your purpose. Yeah, you know, true to your purpose. And, 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 and don't be scared to take that leap at the same time. Don't too. be scared. This is a vulnerable question for me. I'm asking everyone because I'm interested at the same time too. I'm always in my, into my own personal developmental stuff as well. I call this little section Coach the Coach. Mm. With the path you know that I'm on, mm-hmm. everything I'm doing, the connections I'm making, everything doing all this stuff too, what should I be doing better? Dude, that's very vulnerable. That's what's, I'm glad you asked me that. Like, I, 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 I asked the question... I, Purposefully, at the same mm-hmm. time, too, want to show people that I'm just as vulnerable as everyone else. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I, 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 my whole purpose is to help leaders reach, reach their legacy. Right? How can I do that better? Uh, to be honest, bro, you already doing it pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> you already doing. There's it always something. Good. Like, I mean, there's, there's always um, something. You know what I mean? Like, I like. I'm, I'm gonna say one thing, and you already you're doing it now, and you can just do more of it. Just be seen more. Be seen more in different areas, yep. in different environments, yep. because you make your environment. Correct. And then the outcome that you make is solely based off of the, the environment that you surround yourself yep. in. And the fact that you do the things that you do in the, the communities that you are in already, they already know what's up. They yep. know what you have to offer, but it's these other awesome people that don't. I think, I, I, from what I've realized is... Uh, the best way for me to get the most out of the stuff too is like, so I'm doing these at the same time too, right? Mm. Strategic and everything that I do at the same time as well. But like, for more, like the people who matter know it. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? That's it. Well, when I say quote unquote matter because they're my friends and all the stuff too right. when it comes down to it at the same time as well. But when they distribute stuff like this, their audience finds out at the same right. time too, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and like I, I've asked the past four that I've done, I've, I, I've just asked... Uh, what can I do better? And most people have come back and said, you just need to be fucking heard more. Yes. <laughs> and yes, I want you to be seen more. Right. Because I'm going to tell you this. I was taught to be seen, but not heard. Right. When I grew up. And that saved me so much energy in my life. Sure. Because to be seen is almost effortless. True. You know, True. a person can take a photo of you and it's everywhere. Imagine you stepping into a room. Why the, 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 the one hundred people? Why, why, why do I feel like now I have to go use the David McIntosh theory? <laughs> You're gonna have to, bro. No, but it's legit, right? It's legit because think about it. If it's a hundred folks in one room and you walk in there, at least fifty of them are gonna remember seeing your face, and and at least the other fifty might already they might already know who you yeah. are. 
So the 50 that don't know who you are, they find out who you are through them. Correct. And then they go tell 50 other people. Correct. And then it's just a chain. It's a butterfly effect. Butterfly so, effect and chain reaction at the same time. Exactly. And so when you're not talking, because we talk a lot. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's just a way of, this is what we do. But when you're not talking, from a person that talks a lot, and for them not to talk, it creates this mystique. Correct. Right? Because... We're, we're giving out only what we want to be heard. Yeah. But then when you're just seen and nothing, a lot's not coming out. Sure. You're doing a lot of internal thinking and assessing of the situation and you're sure. observing. And people are feeding the plant. They're watering you, basically. And you walk out and you say your goodbyes. People go, damn, who was mm. that? Who was that dude? He looked like he had a lot on his mind. So best two ways to do it. Man, travel. Yeah. I do a fair bit, but I'll do more. Do a fair bit of traveling. Travel and never meet a stranger. <laughs> the, best, the best two ways to do it, man. Traveling and never meeting a stranger. Because, like I told you yesterday, I hopped on the plane and I ran into these, these girls that were from Adelaide. They, they, they traveled to America and they had been to Memphis. Yeah, we, 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 as we picked you up last night, you remember you mentioned this. I would have never known that, though, if I would have treated them like a strangers yeah. you know what I'm saying the fact that on a plane you're really close to people yeah. and I, I just made the conversation spark of course. And, and everything else happened naturally and I was like oh damn they from they from Adelaide and they've been to America where y'all been in America yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Been to explain Memphis. to me please of course oh why y'all been to Memphis now I probably could have taken it further and gotten into what it was that they actually do for yeah, a living yeah, yeah. it probably could have been something there that have Better conversation, me. of course, yeah. Right. But to be honest, they were going on holiday and they yeah. were wanting to enjoy their time. So I was like, cool, I'm going to let them do their thing. And I'm pretty sure that since I planted the seed, I'm going to see them again. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I'm going to see them again. Well, uh, where can we find you on, on, on social media? Right, you can find me everywhere. <laughs> At Fresh in Rucker. At Fresh in Rucker. At Fresh in Rucker, man. Everything, I mean, everything. From Facebook, Instagram, even Twitter, Snapchat. Yeah. If you want to find Same me, handle. all you got to do is type in F-R-E-S-H-I-A-N, Rucker, R-U-C-K-E-R. Beautiful. And last question, what does never settle mean to you? I never give up, man, to be honest. Never give up and never get to a point to where you feel like you can be complacent. Yeah. Because if you're complacent, then you're not in the right place. I agree. Right place. So never settle for the things that's coming to you right now. Work for them. If Correct. it comes easy as it comes, it easy as it goes. I agree. Work work hard. Man, work hard, but also work smart. Yeah, it's the plan. Work smart. My man, thank you so much for this. You're, bro, an, absolute, you. you're, you're an absolute legend. Like, man, no, 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 no legend, bro. No one can see that we're you're fucking legend, right you're now. Like, legend, bro, I really bro. appreciate it. And uh, I'll make sure that this gets distributed far and wide because you've got a great story, bro. I'm actually mind-blown, bro, at the moment. Why? Tell, tell, tell me why. why? I'm mind-blown because, man, the situation that, like, leading up the events that happened in my life, leading up to this point, like, today, yep. being here alive... Sitting here next to you when this literally could have almost been not happening. We could like last week, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm mentally like, my, if you can see the inside of my brain right now, bro, it would look like fireworks going off. <laughs> just going. <laughs> and, and I love it. I'm saying that because with 
with with no doubt in my mind, I know yesterday could have been like my last the day. Lost half course. You know what I'm saying? So I, I take everything for what it is yep. at the in the moment, and then I assess it and I let those things come in slowly. Just like today when we woke up this morning, yeah. <laughs> I was downstairs. Way to play with the kids. Playing and with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, cool. would I have thought that my Friday morning, like, would I have thought three months ago when I... Man, when I booked I, my flights like last week. I had no fucking clue as well, right? I had no clue. <laughs> and I had no clue that, I was like, yeah, cool, I'm going to go to the WBF. <laughs> So, but ha- what I had known my Friday morning would have been, been kind of like that. No, 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 no. But did I love it? Fuck yeah. Yeah, this morning was great. I so agree. much energy. I love agree. It. But again, thank you so much, my man. Yeah, thank uh, you. And, and, and uh, again, to everyone out there listening, go follow Fresh, follow his journey. He's an absolute fucking sensation. And um, hey guys, Chris here again. Glad you're not sick of me yet. Thank you so much for listening in, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode just as much as I did. To stay up to date, reach out to me on Instagram at, at the Chris M or reach out to me on my personal email, Chris at the I promise I'll do everything in my power to help you guys move forward every single day. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, tell a friend to tell a friend, and never, ever settle for second best. Peace.